It's Wednesday, March 31st. This was nice of the government. They scheduled me tomorrow for a vacation. Oh, wait, this says vacination. Well, either way, I'm long overdue for both. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Happening, everybody. I am Rudy Povich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. Make sure that you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. You can find me on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. Thinking about next week, we can get this thing off the ground and start going live on Instagram and just do the entire show on Instagram. Wouldn't that be nice? We'll go for it. Uh, today on the show, if you follow astrological signs, you can Virgo to hell. And should the mullet be banned? Let's mull it over. But first, the other day I was complaining a lot, actually, and I finally got fed up with it, that I can't do it anymore with the vaccines. We had this, you're in like a death valley of hopelessness that you're never going to get one of these things. And then they open it up to everybody, uh, 16 years of age or older, and all day yesterday... You sat on the computer and everybody refreshed with Walmart and they tried getting in at CVS and they tried getting in with, you know, all the places like the River Center here in St. Paul and the Convention Center and it wasn't happening. And I just finally went piss on it. I'm done. You know what? You guys figure it out. You come find me. You want me to get this vaccine? I want it too, but you guys come and find me because I'm I'm done searching. I'm done with it. So much talk. So much time wasted. So you guys give me a time and a date and I'll be there. I'm not doing this anymore. Chris, I had friends of mine that were driving to Dilworth. Dilworth, Minnesota. It's like four hours away. I had one friend of mine drive all the way to Moose Lake. Another one go all the way to Grand Forks. And I said, I'm I'm not going to do it. I had an opportunity to get one in Mankato, which is about an hour and a half south of uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. And it was the double shot. So you got to not only do you got to drive down there once to get this thing, then you got to turn around three weeks later and go back again. And it's not the driving part. It's the inconvenience and the time. Like they couldn't schedule me until 730 on a Tuesday. I'm like, well, dude, by the time I get there and then turn around, we're starting to push, you know, the envelope of 9, 930. I'm, by that time, man, I got two whiskeys in me and it's time for bed. You know, I'm falling asleep on the couch watching Letter Kenny. I... Plus, I live right next to not only a clinic that is handing these things out. I I drive past the Minneapolis Convention Center every day. There's tons of CVSs. There's one like six blocks from where I'm at that's got, you know, I know it's a waiting list. Just wait your turn. All right. If it's going to be six days, it's going to be six days. We've been waiting a year. You can't handle another week. So I went, I'm not driving. I'm not going to be one of these people that drive. In fact, my buddy Mike Brody had said to me yesterday, it was very funny, I didn't think about this, Mike said, what you should be doing is hopping on to the vaccine locator and just find the most conservative city in Minnesota and then go there. Because <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and guess that the, the lines are pretty short. But I was taking a look at it. I could have got into Grand Rapids. That's another three hours away. I could have got into Bemidji. That's three and a half hours away. But it was like, or you can spend that time doing other constructive things and just wait another four days. And it would have been fine. So after all my complaining yesterday to people about it, and especially there's like this vaccination jealousy that we're all suffering through right now. 
You're seeing people on social media getting their shot, and they're show, and they're holding up their cards, and they're doing the thing, and they're doing the stupid happy dance. And you're like, you are way healthier than I am. <laughs> you, back of the line. You don't deserve to be there. Like, this is the one time in life they always tell you to eat right and to exercise. And finally, now, this is the one time in life where it pays off to have never done any of that stuff. You're weak. You're old. You're out of shape. You're obese. You have predetermined conditions. Pre God, I sound like an idiot right there. You have pre-existing conditions. There we go. Sometimes it takes a little while for the water to go down the drain, okay? <laughs> but it's like the one time where like having all of these things is finally a positive. You get in and get your shot before everybody else. So after all this like bitching and moaning about it yesterday, I finally was just done with it. It's almost like love. When you're not looking for it, that's when it comes into your life. So this morning I got up, I was complaining about it, and uh, a guy I work with had recalled to me, he's like, hey, I did send you a link. Did you ever use that one link about possibly getting in with a, a company? I went, son of a gun, you did. So I hopped into my email, I searched it, found it, hopped onto this website, plugged it in, Next thing you know, tomorrow afternoon, 2.40 Minneapolis Convention Center, I'm getting my vaccine. And here's the thing, I'm getting the one shot. I believe it was a Janus. I don't know enough about this stuff. All I keep hearing about is Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson. But Janus, I believe, is the uh, the one shot. I'm going to do some research on it tonight. And even if it's like 82% effective compared to the 97% and the 99% and the 100% as Pfizer just made the announcement today, with kids that are just above the age of 12. Even if it's lower, I'm still getting it. One shot and done. All right? I'm tired of it. I'm done doing it. I want to talk about things that are important, you know? The real things that we should be discussing. Like possibly banning the mullet. Whoa. What's the deal with your haircut? Business in front. <laughs> Party in back, hold up, hold up, business in the front, party in the back, Pistol Pete Rose is bringing the mullet back, mullet! Business up front, 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 party in the back, business up front, 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 damn I love my mullet. Business in the front, party in the back, Kentucky waterfall, Mississippi mullet flag. It can be smaller or bigger, I ain't a stickler, it ranges from many mullets to Florida Georgia spine ticklers, I always let it dangle. I don't let it tangle, so baby, if you're single, come and get a better angle. I want my mullet back. <laughs> so the mullet, a private boys' school in Australia, has banned the mullet. The reasons being, they call them untidy and not acceptable. Not in my country. Listen, we've made some bad fashion choices as a society throughout the years. Some of them come back to haunt us. I just saw the other day that wide leg jeans are on their way back. So you're telling me I sold my Jenkos far too early. Well, here's the deal about the mullet. It is beautiful. It's glorious. It's like a guy wearing Chuck Taylor Converse All-Stars. You know everything you need to know about him before you even talk to him. The guy who's got the funny shirt. I got an uncle who used to have a shirt and it just had like 30 different images of two pigs getting it on. Everything you need to know, his shirt tells you. He's a funny guy. 
The dude with the mullet? That's the dude you want to be sucking down Coors Lights with. The problem with the mullet nowadays is, is it a true authentic representation of what the mullet used to be? The guys who had the big trucks, who drank a ton of beer out of a keg in the back of the truck around a, you know, a pallet fire? Or is it the kid being ironic? Because I feel like nowadays that haircut is the domain of the funny kid. It's the domain. I was up in northern Minnesota, stopped at a grocery store, and three of the kids who were bagging groceries, I bet they were very nice gentlemen, about 15, 16 years old, glorious mullets, glorious. Now, there's always the guy you can tell he cuts his hair because that is his hairstyle, right? It's not like it's really short on the sides. It's got a little bit of length around around the ears, still long in the back, you know? And that guy usually rolls around like, yeah, about 50s, mid-50s, low 60s. And then there is, you know, the kid who's 15 who's growing one out, and there's almost like a goofiness to it. He puts the stacks on the side. It's permed on the top. He looks like that uh, that AJ dude, I believe was his name, from uh, from Life Goes On on ABC, Corky Thatcher. You should look up that. If they want to bring back shows, bring back that show. Life Goes On was great. But I digress. Getting back to the mullet. You see the kids nowadays, and especially with the Minnesota State Hockey Tournament in full force, full, full bloom, if you will, that is some salad. Those kids from uh, Litchfield, Dassel, Cocado yesterday, they may have been beaten 8 nothing on the ice, but I'm telling you, their mullets will live on in my heart. They were beautiful. All the stacks, all the long hair, all the perms on top. I mean, it was like a bar mitzvah in the back, and it was certainly an account. <laughs> it was an accounting firm up front. I don't know why I went Jewish with that analogy, but I'm telling you, it is good stuff. Don't ban the mullet. Let's keep it. I like it. And especially for, um, they talk about nowadays how kids are just so distracted. That's a commitment to get to that. You have to be committed to the cause, right? Kids are so distracted nowadays. It's nothing but tablets. It's nothing but screens. All they do is watch television. Well, I don't know. Maybe the kid growing out the mullet shows he's got a little bit of potential of like with some stick to Maybe we don't just like discredit it and throw it out the window. Maybe the kid who can grow the mullet might actually be focused enough to become a doctor one day. I'm just saying, don't throw the baby mullet out with the bathwater. All right? Keep it rolling. I love the mullet. I don't ever want to see it go. We can keep those people in society. However, the folks who uh, follow astrological signs, you can, you can pound sand. Feel free to hit the road. I'm tired of you guys. Tired of this garbage about, oh, well, you want to know why Janie is kind of a bitch sometimes? Well, it's because she's a Sagittarius. No, she's just a huge raging pile of shit who doesn't mind getting in people's grills about topics she knows nothing about. I just realized that uh, Janie is the name of my cousin's wife and did not mean to put her (laughs) in that analogy, but I'm just saying that these people who follow it, Per a conversation we had last night at House of Comedy, um, we were talking about people and their astrological signs and how some people are more... And and I'm only going to use Virgo because that is the only astrological sign I know in its dates. 
And I know that because I'm a Virgo. September 13th is my birthday. I know I'm a Virgo. I can't tell you when it starts. I don't know the date that it ends. I don't know what book ends it, what astrological signs are on either side of it. I don't know any dates of any other astrological signs because I got a life and I got shit to do and I don't let stupid things like that dictate my mood. You're going to tell me that you, you have a second piece of cheesecake because that's just, you know, your Gemini coming out in you and you got sometimes a sweet tooth? No, you just have no self-control. Don't pin this on the time of year you were born. The only time that this ever, the time of uh, of birth in the calendar year, the only time this ever, I believe in the history, there might be other, um, you know, there might be some other data around there about this, but the only time this has ever been beneficial, and it's in the Malcolm Gladwell book, I believe it is, is it Matchpoint? Match, match, is it there's a blink. Ah, one of the two. Can't remember. But either way, um, what happens is up in Canada, all of the NHL players are born in either January, February, and March. And the reason is the cutoff for kids being able to play youth hockey, it ends December 31st. So if you are born January 2nd, that means that in 13 years, you're going to be playing hockey with kids that even though you are just about to turn 14, they are still only 12, yet you guys still fall into the same category. Does that make sense? Somebody born December 31st still has to play hockey with a kid who was born a year previous on January 2nd. So that kid who was born on January 2nd has a full year of growing. And in that one year, you guys know how growth spurts work. In that one year, you can definitely pack on some pounds and you can put some height on them legs. And typically, kids on a team, if you were to take minutes spent with players by coaches, kids who are bigger and faster get more attention from the coaches. Thus making them better players and the bigger kids get more ice time. Now, obviously, there's going to be a few exceptions to the rule, but because if you're born in January, February, or March, and you're playing with kids who are born a year later in November and December, you have a, your body is bigger. You are going to be faster. You are going to get more time with the coaches. Thus, as you keep progressing through your, um, your, your early hockey career, by the time you get to be college age, you have 7,000 hours more ice time. You have... Countless coaches coming up to talk to you because you're the guy on the ice. You have that much more experience than everybody else who is younger than you. It doesn't matter that these guys are Virgos or that they're Sagittariuses or that they're Gemini. And in fact, those are about the only three that I know. Taurus is another one because I used to drive one. 1986. It was a huge pile of shit. But why are we... If, if the... Month you were born dictated if you were going to be successful or a drug addict. Wouldn't there just be a ton of babies born in one month? Wouldn't you play the your, play your hand and you know if everyone's like, hey, um, you know, babies born in December are the most successful and will make money. You have a kid that's born in July. That kid's going to be a dope smoker. Wouldn't you try to get it on like around end of February, beginning of March, that your baby could be born in December? I believe. We would have that happening, right? That would be a bigger thing if that was 
really the case. It means nothing. I've never one time to- told somebody, hey, uh, I'm really sorry that I got blackout drunk last night and, uh, you know, put my foot through the back windshield of your car because we were listening to Metallica. I really do apologize. That's just my Virgo coming out. No, it was I was blackout drunk and being a dick. <laughs> That's what that boils down to. Let's stop with that. I get, a, I get in on everybody's case who brings all this stuff up all the time. But I'm like, well, you know, the waxing moon in December, it doesn't it means nothing. Nothing. I know a lot of people, regardless of what month they were born in, that would still be, you know, almost impossible to hang out with. Regardless. So let's knock it off, shall we? All right. Like I said before, talk about the things that matter, like the mullet and subscribing to this podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Hopefully next week we get the infrastructure figured out here and we can start uh, doing this thing on Instagram Live. But uh, in the meantime, got more downloads this week. We keep seeing the numbers go up, so I definitely want to say thank you guys for uh, for listening and the people that share this thing. That is very cool. And for all of you who interact with it, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. I am Rudy Povich. Once again, thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.